And what happened to us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh, and technology is friendly to us again. Uh, no, I'd say it's not. I, oh, I, unless you're being facetious, I would say no, it's not. Facetious is probably the best way to describe how I, I did that intro. Ah, got it. Yeah, I, um, I came to a house where I'm now dog-sitting this morning and, uh, forgot my stuff. Ah! Forgot my camera, forgot my microphone, so I'm, I'm doing this old school. Old uh, school. Pre-early pandemic times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. So, before we figure yeah. things out and how to do that, actually, I was pretty quick on the uh, figuring that stuff out. Well, I guess you had gone to St. Louis already, so we were already doing this this way. Yeah, I didn't have a camera or a mic for a little bit after when we first started. No, but well, we don't and, need and, a camera. And, and I did like no, but I. That's true. The mic is the more important. The, the camera is only for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember, I mean, I did several episodes in, in bed after my first hip surgery mm-hmm. and, and had that, uh, had that, that fun, uh, experience of, uh, the, using the corded headphones that kept rubbing up against like my shirt or something. Always fun. Always that was great. That was great. I'm trying, okay, now I'm trying to get the damn camera yeah. to balance okay. it up. It just keep, it keeps tilting. Whatever. I don't care. Nobody's seeing it. No. I don't, I don't How are know you? Where. I'm all right. I've recovered from Christmas for the most part. So, Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah. I know. I know this. Is a... Yeah. Yeah. Close to... Yeah. Sure. Sure. So you had a, you had a, del- yeah, a nice time. Uh, it was it was good. It was a uh, it was a uh, yeah. It was okay. It was good. It was good. Mom came okay. up, so that was fun. Good to see her. Nice. Okay. And the kids? The kids had a nice time? The kids had a nice time. They got what they wanted, so they're happy. So they, there you they go. both really wanted watches that could track their steps. And now I know how much. Ah, I, I feel that. I feel that. Now I know all their steps and how many calories they're burning and everything. Without asking, by the way. Just Oh, you know. they're telling you or yes. are you tracking them? They're, they, no, no. They're telling me. They're telling me every moment. So, what um, are you Fitbits or Apple Watches? Or no, what? they're just like kind of like a basic Fitbit, not Fitbit, Fitbits. So it does like a. It is essentially it does like it time tracking and like distance that they walk and you know how many steps. Nice. So I, I would have loved to have seen done that as a, see had we had the technology as a mm. kid because you know kids kids move kids move around. Uh, I'd be curious how that how that works. They're yeah. not, you know, how how what kind of steps they're getting in per day. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, you can track a bit on the phone. So, the elder one does have an iPhone, so she, but she can't always carry it with her. So she's like, I, there are times where I don't have my phone on me, so I don't know how many steps I'm taking. But she went through a phase early, like early in the school year, like, oh, I got to get my steps in. Nah, is she like, mine? Well, Sounds like my child. Yeah, I know. No kidding. But her mom was into it, so who knows? I sent uh, sent an email over to Sam. Don't know if she'll be joining us today, because yeah, uh, we threw we threw a threw her for a curveball yesterday. Yeah, we're cause... recording we're recording the day of release, and we're going to be a bit later than most people would like it to be. I think. Here's here's what happened. Uh, I have lost all track of time. So yesterday, I swore it was Saturday. 
Yeah, and when I realized that when I realized it was Wednesday because I had family obligations, I had to text you and be like, oh, "I don't think I can go today," because uh, I just realized it's Wednesday. So that was fun. And, and then Tuesday, we had a nice I was week. driving back and forth from San Diego, so there was no, uh, no, no time for me to record. So and then, and then we had a nice winter storm here that was lovely. Uh, that's always fun, but not not even the good kind of storm with oh. like snow. Yeah, like the the bad kind of storm where it's they they call it a wintry mix, mm. where it's basically just slush, fro- slush and frozen rain and uh, horrible to horrible to drive in, horrible to be out in. Dog is not a fan. Dog, no dogs are a fan. No. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, this Christmas. I've just discovered that I've never felt older. Oh, what will cause uh, one, this one? One, well, one, the, the big one uh, was that uh, my gift, uh, we don't really, I think I mentioned last week, we don't do, really do gifts. No. But it was it was nice that I did get a gift uh, from my parents, and that gift was uh, new progressive lenses for my glasses. Uh, so, which is actually a very nice gift, because those are not cheap. No. Uh, but... Imagine how old you I, – I don't know if you – well, you don't wear glasses much, do you? I do wear glasses all the time. I just um, – when it comes to to reading screens, I don't need glasses. Okay. So like – Well, that's mm-hmm. – th- therein lies my problem is that for distance, I'm blind. Uh, but with the, the glasses I currently have, I – things up close – I can't wear, you know, I they're blurry. Yeah. If I'm if I'm wearing the glasses, so I have to just take them off to read, to look at my phone, to do anything up close. Yes. Which is really annoying. Um, so the the solution there is the progressive lenses, so I can see both near and far. I'm not uh, doing it. So so uh, you know, it'll it'll help. It'll help. So I don't have constantly. I'm not constantly having to take them off to look at things up close because that's really annoying. And then straining to see things from afar. Uh, so anyway, that was, that was a nice gift. So that was one thing that aged me. But the thing that also aged me, we do a, um, a Christmas Eve at a at – a, actually, the same house I'm in right now. They're, they they left town um, with, you know, big – it's gotten smaller over the years. was used to be big. Like, you know, they were inviting like 40 people over. Right. But now it's now it's just like the two immediate families. There's And then this year there was a third family. So I don't know, like 12 people. Okay. Uh, but uh, the tradition we always do every year, no matter how big or small, is we play a game that um, we colloquially – is that the word? Yes. Uh, we call we refer to it as the game, You know, kind of the same way that, uh, oh. that Michigan, and Ohio, Michigan and Ohio State refer to the rivalry as the game. Right. Um, when in reality, the, what the game is, is most people know it as celebrity, call it celebrity. Where you write, uh, you have two teams. You write names on like pieces of paper, like any. It could be uh, real people, ca- um, actors, uh, athletes, uh, characters' names. Don't necessarily have to, you know. It could be instead of Tom Hanks, you could put down Forrest Gump. Right. Um, you. Everybody writes down. I don't know, like fifteen of them, twenty. Folds them, you know, puts them on small pieces of paper, folds them up, tosses them in a bowl. Then you have two teams, and then you know when it's each ter- person's team, one person for that team. You know it, you you have to you have to get your team to name the celebrity or character by clues. 
you know, it's, it's again, it, it's probably a game people have played before when you just call it different things. Right. You know, like if I have, if, if I pull Forrest Gump and I'm trying to get my teammates to, to get it right, you know, I'm saying Tom Hanks played this role. He's an idiot. He's from Alabama, you know, from Alabama and they have to guess Forrest Gump. Pretty simple. Uh, but, you know, it's a fun game. We always do it. It gets competitive. Um, but one of the strengths I've always had is that the, 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 my cousin, my, my cousins live here and they have a daughter who's a, now a sophomore in college. Um, oh. she and I used to have this perfect, every time we'd be put on a team, it was, I mean, it was like, it was like the, the Tom Brady, Randy Moss year, like right. unbeatable, unbeatable because she has that Gen Z knowledge, but I did too. I had, I knew enough. Like I knew everybody. We, like we knew who, we knew exactly who each other were because part of the strategy of the game is not just making easy ones. You want to make ones, you know, that the other people, because you don't know teams yet when you're putting the names in, but you want ones that you're like, I know half the people in this room are not going to know this one uh, because it's, it's too obscure. Um, But she and I always had it down. Like she would name, you know, these people that no, but none of the other adults in the room could get except for me. Right. Um, But uh, this year, uh, not only was she there, but there were two other college age kids, another uh, college sophomore and a college senior. And um, they went all in. And I, so basically I've aged out. I've aged out of their bracket where, uh, which we've discussed before. Like I can't watch like the VMAs and know who anybody is. Anymore. Right, 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 right. Or, you know, it's, it's, I'm still good with like the award, the major award shows. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not missing anybody at the Oscars not being like, who is that? But the grant, the Grammys, it's getting bad. VMAs, it's getting very bad. Mostly, it's the influencers and the TikTokers. Yeah. Uh, so there were there were a number of those put in the bucket this year because the the Gen Zers decided that they were gonna gotcha all the adults, and now I'm an adult. I'm considered one of the adults and not the cool, somewhat young not age. young. I mean, she's she's young enough to be my daughter, but we but I was pop culture savvy enough to still know everybody she was talking about. But this year, there were names in there. You, I, technically, by rule, you can do the whole the old school rhymes with thing. Right. You know, instead of Forrest Gump, rhymes with Norris Lump, which is it's a last ditch, and and that pretty much everybody's like, eh, you can't really do that. But like, there were TikTokers and influencers and YouTubers I had never fucking heard of. Mm. There's one called like Fred Figglehorn. Not a fucking clue. I didn't even I didn't even begin to know what. If I pull that card, I that that piece of paper, I don't even know what to say to the other person. Like, I have no idea who this is. I don't. I don't even know how do you have something that rhymes with figglehorn. Um, and then there was Mr. Beast, which is one I've heard of, but yeah. I still didn't know who it I was. I know Mr. Beast. Um, uh, Fred Figglehorn. I have no he, idea. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure that the girls probably would be far better at this because yes. they would know these younger things so anyway I've, I've basically aged out of the game and still the adults the other adults in the room had really had no idea so i'm still on the younger side well the older wow here's how it works is the older people have to start just owning old and just go. oh yeah that that was a strategy when my dad did not attend this year he's um he is uh I think uh, he's getting his hip replaced next week and with good reason because he's completely immobile. Right. Like he waited way, you know, I was walking with a cane for years. Mm. Uh, he, ha- he needs a walker just to get from like living room to kitchen. Right. Uh, so he's not going out. So we, we, he stayed home, but he and the older ones, yeah, would have the, you know, let's start naming fifties celebrities. And then of course the team, the Gen Zers are like, 
who the fuck is Perry Como? You yeah. know, it's one of those. So it goes both ways. And I was, I was in that, I was that, br- that bridge where I knew the old and the young, mm. but unfortunately the older folks were not at this party. So it, it tended to skew younger. Uh, and you know, the game, the game's lasted so long that we, we've, um, we have bans on certain names because they were just in their way too much over the year. You're not allowed to use Oprah anymore. Mm. You're not allowed to use Barack Obama anymore. And after this year, you're not allowed to use Travis, Kelsey, or Taylor Swift. Because I jokingly put in Taylor Swift four times as a joke. But it turned out everybody else did that too. Oh. So everybody, every turn, people are pulling three Taylor Swifts. And it got, it got old. Yeah. Uh, it was a funny joke. It was a funny joke in the beginning, but no, it got it got super old. That's a fair enough uh, band. So so anyway, it was it's a fun game. It's a good. It's a. I wouldn't necessarily call it a good bar game with friends at a no, bar. No, it's it's, a, it's, it's good a at little, whole it, party game. Good, yeah, good party game. Uh, highly recommend. Again, we call it the game, but most people just call it celebrity. But yeah. anyway, that's that's how I felt old over the last few days. Oh, uh, that'll do it. I just yeah. had a constant reminder from young people that I'm old, so that's that. That was my, my thing. Yeah. Well, the the hip, you know, the needing new hips and things. That, oh yeah, that you're, should have been. you're automatically there, that, dude. That that got me a head start on the old thing. Um, but yeah, so so that was nice. Um, any any big New Year's plans for you? Not not really at at present time. <laughs> I think one trip is planned. You're also planned for going on that trip, so. Uh, oh yeah. But that's yeah, not yeah. until the summer, so that's a bit, bit away. I believe yeah. I haven't yeah. looked into it yet that much. I just booked the room. Uh, I I have yeah I put down a deposit for the room. Have not done plane tickets because those are those are subject to change. Yeah. You know, in terms of prices, so why get locked in this early? Well, unless you can uh, find a, a heck of a deal where you're like, that's a heck of a deal. Yeah, I check it occasionally, but it's like I feel like six months out, it's going to go up and down quite mm. a bit. Yeah, you know, you you hate. I mean, you don't want to wait until the week before since it is international. Yeah, um, you'd be shocked to know. Shocked, was, you know, without without getting into detail, uh, it's we're flying into Cabo, correct? Cabo. I believe it, that is the case. Is, it's it's Cabo or Acapulco. I don't. Recall. I don't know. Or no, it's Cancun. Ah, it's can I believe it's Cancun actually. Um. How hell if I know? I'm almost positive it's the Cancun. It's somewhere airport. in Mexico. It, it's one. It's yeah. It's one of those. Does whatever. But it's not. It's not there. It's like an hour from there. It's just I'm trying to think of the. I, I want to say Cancun. I'm gonna stick with stick with Cancun. Anyway, you guys have it a lot easier. A, an L.A. to Cancun flight or Long Beach. I don't know if you can get flights from. Long uh, we Beach probably can get the flights from Long Beach, but uh, Long Beach is much more expensive than. LAX. Oh, yeah, because it's smaller and there's fewer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it might shock you to know that there are no direct flights from St. Louis to Kansas. I know that. I know that's shocking. So I'm so I'm either going through like Dallas is fine, but I, I there's one going through Miami. Mm. Uh, so I'm 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 going to have to I'm going to have to figure this one out, um, which I have time. Yeah. But again, yeah, that's the, that's the next trip for me. Too. Now you say have, that you have time, but like you, you and me both were be like, oh shoot, it's coming up, and have not. Done oh, anything. is that is that next week? Yeah. Well, I'm a, a, an added thing for me is I still got to get my uh, my passport shit in order, mm. and evidently that that is uh, that takes become, a bit of time. It, it, it used to be like you get it, you know, yeah, you know, even if you don't expedite it, it was like yeah, six weeks, they'll send it to you within six weeks. 
Now I hear it's much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really need to get on this like now. Yeah. Um, Maybe this, this week. Might, might, yeah, this week. Mine is not an issue of uh, renewing. Mine is an issue of replacing a stolen one. Oh, that's which, easy. Yeah, no, it's not really any harder to be honest. It's it was it was paperwork in the beginning when I was robbed. Um, mm-hmm. I was it was stolen during a robbery, a home robbery. Um, it was that that lovely time of I don't really I don't think I really knew you yet. Like no, it was it, right before it was. You had yeah, because the last time we got we got robbed three times over four three years, two of them twice in the same year at the same apartment. Third time was the second apartment. Uh and the the third time the the first two times the only thing they stole were was my Wii, uh, and then the third time they stole my Wii again. So I've had three Wii stolen, which it, I, it serves me right. I should never own a Wii anymore. I don't even know. Do people still own Wii's? Is, are Wii still a thing? I have a Wii, like, but Nintendo, the, do you? The, but it's not. I didn't know. I didn't know if they, they're like still making those. No, they're or... not. They moved on to the Switch. Ah, okay. So that they, I've heard of. They have the Switch and the Switch Lite, which is like a Switch. You can play Switch games on, but it's more like um, the screen. Like it's a portable game, like the Switch, but you can plug it into the computer. But the Switch Lite is just the portable version of it. Ah, so. Gotcha. It's, well, uh, we we had a good we had a good run. Like you know, not not the Royal Wii, but the WII had a good run yeah. uh, in the the mid aughts. But yeah, I had I had a I got a Wii for like might have been Christmas one year actually, and then had it stolen. Then the uh, landlord, who was a good friend of that apartment, felt so bad that we got robbed and had it stolen. She got me another one. Then we got that robbed of that apartment again second Wii stolen. Right. And then my mom my mom felt so bad about it, she got me a third one stolen. But that last time they not only got my Wii, they got my passport, my social security card. Ah. Which kudos to them for thinking outside the box, because those are two valuable things in terms of if you want to steal somebody's identity. Um so that was a lot of paperwork, uh figuring that one out. But but yeah, now it's just an issue of applying as if I never had one, which is fine. But yeah, I really got to get on that because six months, it sounds like six months is a long time, but it's not. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I honestly, because of the holiday and because of just all the old family thing, old people things I've been doing, I have not really been keeping up with the news. Nor have I. Well, I, I have uh, done a bit. John Cleese is um, kind of oh, came God. to the back to the good side of it. Oh, I you know I saw that he was attacking somebody. I yeah, think. was it Trump? It was Cheeto. Okay. Uh, yeah, because Cleese, Cleese for a while there was was. Oh, he's uh, still there. He's still very conservative. He just yeah. He can he can call an Adolf an Adolf, and he did call the man an yeah. Adolf. So that happened. Yeah, he's um. Yeah, you can definitely see the strain because Eric Idle, uh, I you know, and I don't know the relationship honestly. Like just because they were in Monty Python, I've known each other, worked together for like fifty years. That doesn't necessarily mean they're friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of coworkers uh, or cast members, castmates that don't particularly like each other. But you could certainly tell more of a strain in recent years because Eric Idle, very much on the right side of history in terms of it seems his politics. Yes, um, uh, at least when he was active on Twitter. And uh, Cleese was going the other direction, and Cleese was saying things that could get you canceled in some cultures. 
and saying just things that were like, oh shit, what happened to John Cleese? Kind of some similar things that I mean pre-sexual assault things. Yes. Like Russell Brand was going down that road. Like Russell Brand used to sort of be very leftish, and then something happened. Um, but then, then of course, he the whole sexual assault thing. So nobody talks about him anymore, anyway. Mm. But that Cleese, Cleese was going down that road, and you could tell there was a strain, and that people were bringing it up to Eric Idle on Twitter. And the way he, the way he talked about John Cleese was like they have no relationship, like they're done, which is sad because you know, and if you're a Python fan, those two are pretty much the face of Monty Python, and we're, I think we're down down a couple of them a few of them have passed um you know not that not that monty python is necessarily relevant in the year of our lord 2023 but that shit still i think that shit still holds up holy grail and hey spamalot just this is how old we are spamalot is now in a revival on broadway like it was gone and now it's back yeah. uh so so we're old um but yeah yeah, so if you if you, I don't I don't have it, you know celebrity wise news I mean you know news wise I I I can tell you what's going on in the world of English football but I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. No, no. Um, no. Had had an, had a nice Boxing Day though. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. You guys um, have pulled off a nice little win. If people don't understand, Boxing Day is the day of football. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Everyone plays. It it, it is good. Has nothing to do with boxing. For, for the well, for the ignorant and ignorant Americans, nor does it have anything to do the, with the Boxer Rebellion, which I believe was in China. Nothing to do with that either. No, not really. Literal, no. literally, box. It's about a box. Um, you, yeah. Did you guys ever do anything for boxing? Oh, you used to do it all the time. Know. Yeah, it was a big deal for my family for a long time. Like, okay. uh, actually, my sister threw a party. Like, which is essentially just like. It's to clean up the turkey that you have left over. So you would do like volivons and like pigs in blankets, with, you know, uh, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, some other like hand sandwich. It's tea. It's like a high tea, but you get drunk at it. Okay. Uh, do like the a. The best kind. You, you do a, what you Americans call a white elephant uh, swap, but we mm. call it cutthroat Pollyanna. Um, That's a way better name than white elephant. Yeah. So you could steal the people's gifts. In a round, like and so it would be families pitting against families. It could, this was the game, and so you know family members would go rogue, and it would kind of screw. Like whoever had the largest family could get the best gift or the most entertaining gift. And unfortunately, like you know, the biggest one I remember one year there was a like a Howdy Doody ceramic mug thing. Like it was Howdy Doody, like a full size Howdy Doody holding a mug, and it was like the gift. Like it was. Scary as, as a kid, I didn't want anything to do Sounds, with it. Well, all those all those dolls were are scary. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But it was like this. It was like a pen holder essentially. But you weren't drinking coffee out of it, so it was like the the gift. I think my uncle ended up with it. This is years ago. Steve is about the only one. Steve was there. He the mm. you know friend of the show, and he uh, it, it, our families were going after. They were gunning for it. So, and um, there were other ones, but now. Now, if you if if you celebrate, you still celebrate Christmas, right? Yes. It's just it's sort of a, sort of a two day holiday. Kind of, you know, just just the the gist of it for anybody that doesn't know Boxing Day, it's the day after Christmas when it, it's traditionally like the was wasn't traditionally like the aristocratic. The it was the servants like, got the day off. Yeah, they would give. Yeah, they would because they 
the servants worked on Christmas, so yep. they gave them, them the next day off. And yeah, traditionally you'd give them a box of gifts or a box of something. And that's yep. Boxing Day. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I I assumed you would celebrate both, yeah. uh, but I was not not really. But yeah, traditionally, um, big football day, English footy on Boxing Day. Some great matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where we were even sort of uh, they they embraced it here, where um, most of the English soccer is on peacock like you can watch it on peacock you know if you're interested you're probably not because if you if you weren't interested in english soccer yet i don't see anybody starting anytime soon Um, well you did that's a good point that's a good point um uh but normally you know normally it's on peacock or you can they'll put one game on a saturday on the usa network because i guess nbc just owns the rights right um but and it'll be one game usually i don't know uh they'll pick the best game uh, but this year, all day, the games were on USA, which tells me that they're trying to embrace it here. Uh, because, you know, it was a Tuesday. There's not a lot going on on a Tuesday when people are this week tend to not be working. I mm-hmm. guess there are people that are working this week, but most people are not, at least not from the office. Um, so that was nice to see. You know, they're trying to still trying to get more people, more people into the sport. Seems like it's going all right. Working on it. You know, so. That's all yeah. you can ask for. It's like it is the biggest sport in the world, no matter what people say in this country. Like, uh, uh no, yeah. Well, what I mean, do, what do I mean? Americans don't think that American football is the biggest sport in the world. Well, they might because we're idiots do. and we're ve- we're very American centric, so they might. They, they don't just see the numbers, that... and they those those people who think that American football is the biggest sport then see the World Cup numbers and they don't understand. It, the numbers mm. don't add up to them. They're like, how? There's no way that that many people can watch a sport. I'm like... Yeah, well, well, they see, I think Americans see the numbers that, like, the Super Bowl does, which the Super Bowl does very well internationally, and a lot of it's, like, American expats that are abroad. Yeah. But I think there there is a curiosity because There's a the growingness to it. There's a, such a thing. Like, the, you know, the... in. Europe has a weird relationship with football where um, the NFL is trying to branch out there. Like they'll put, they're getting more and more games. Like it yeah. started with one, one London game a season. Now it's, I think up to three or four London games a season. Something like more, and, yeah. and they're, they're, playing in Ger- they're playing in Germany. They're sending good, the NFL used to send the shit teams over there. Now they're actually sending like, they're sending good teams over there. They, they're playing in Frankfurt and other places in Germany. So they're trying and those stadiums are packed, but a lot of them are Americans over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know there's there's people who are watching. They're filling up the stadiums. It's a, it's a spectacle. People like spectacles. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's but you know they're so you see the Super Bowl numbers, but people aren't watching a, a week seven game over there. You know no. they're watching the Super Bowl. But yeah, then you everybody's like, oh my god, the Super Bowl, how many hundreds of millions? And you see the World Cup final, you're like, ah. That is considerably more. That uh, is considerably more people. Well, I, I'll say this much: is like when I was living there, they didn't enjoy the game because there was so it stopped so often. They're just like, why does it keep stop? Why does the clock keep stopping? And it's like, oh, uh, you know, because everything's continual. Like rugby is a continual yeah. clock, and um, soccer yeah, obviously awesome. is also a continual clock. Uh, and I'm just like, I just gotta, and then. It was like when LT. This is so. This is o two o three. So LT was like getting into his mega powers, and I was there one day at my friend's flat, 
And I'm like, oh, can we throw the game? They had Sky. I'm like, can we throw the game on? And he's like, oh, he's like boring, boring. And then he sees LT break a run, like a 90-yard touchdown run. And he's like, wow. I, like, he's like, that guy yeah. should be playing rugby is essentially what he said. It's like, eh, you know. They, um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. He, there, yes. I, I saw some insane st- stat, like the, the number of play time in a football game like over a three-hour broadcast of a football game it's is like actually like ten, ten, 10 minutes, minutes of yeah. action. Yep. Something like that because, it, yeah. Like, so for all the people that say like, oh, baseball, it's so slow or all these other sports, at least they're somewhat continu- – baseball is a bad example because it's not necessarily continuous. Basket- I mean, basketball, the problem is just the fouls. It's the end of the game where fouls. the problem becomes yeah, Oh, God, the last the last two minutes of a basketball game will take In a close off. game or just like a, like where they just start – I don't know. It's just so annoying. So Yeah, at least cricket. Cricket's continuous. There's one commercial break between innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, – they're you know, I mean, as a world, we're, our attention spans. I saw tennis has been um, adding speed – like Speed games. So they're like they're they're getting rid of like one serve only. They're gonna be they're gonna try something. Oh, we lost Nate. Nate, you're there. No, I, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. you're just. Uh, uh, yeah, they're t- they're getting rid of tennis. Is trying to do like a a cricket type thing, where they're slimming it down to make it faster. So one serve. Tennis. It, it. Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah, um, I, yeah. That, that that's bizarre. I mean, tennis is tennis is a weird one because there's certain some players play considerably fast. Same with golf. Golf the same way. There are certain players that are famous for playing slow yeah. and painfully slow. And tennis, those players, you know, it's the ones who are the serve. They're setting up their serve, and some of them are just some of them work absurdly fast, like to the point where the, I would be annoyed being their opponent because I wouldn't even have time to like, you know, get in position. They're going so fast. Uh, but then there are some like you know I'm not. Unfortunately, my my favorite Rafa Nadal, he's a slow one. Oh, he's horrible. he has the the weirdest the weirdest superstitions that he does. Where if you watch him enough, you'll see he always does the same thing. He always touches his ear. He always picks a wedgie. He always touches everything in the exact order every time. Mm. Like what you see, base you don't see. You see baseball players doing shit like that. Like uh, famously, Nomar Garcia Parra was the worst about it. Uh, and baseball's legislated that out where now you have a clock. But Nomar would do the thing where he would the, the, unstrap the his thing, batting yeah, gloves yeah. and strap them back in. The re- it's just superstitious shit that players do. But Rafa's really bad, um, which pains me because he's my favorite player. But, um, you know, I guess just as a world, we have horrible attention spans, I suppose. So did you see the uh, the box office weekends? Um. I saw that I saw that um, Aquaman uh, expectedly did not do well, um, which I mean, based on just the reviews alone, you could tell that that was just shit. Um, I saw that the color purple did pretty well, right? Color pe- as purple far as... did um, twenty nine million so far. Well, we've we've and we've talked about this a lot. The, the the expectations have shifted so far. We're like now a forty million dollar opening weekend. It's like, oh, it's good. 
Whereas, you know, the, the Marvel at its, is at its highest powers, you were, you were getting 150, 200, your opening weekend, but that those numbers will never be repeated just because people just don't go to the theater like they used to. Yeah, no, like, uh, Wonka is the number one movie right now at 102. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's been out for like weeks, two weeks though. Now. Like that's so that, that you, there was a time when that number well, there was a time when 100 was a huge number. Yeah. Like Titan when within in the Titanic Waterworld era. Like Waterworld is funny where it has this notorious infamous reputation for like being a bomb. It wasn't. It made hundreds of millions. It it cost a lot, but it made it back. But for whatever reason it was it just was considered a bomb whereas and I remember with I remember when they were making Titanic cuz it, it was delayed and delayed and delayed and it took James Cameron as usual forever. But the budget was just – it was all people talked about back then because the budget was like $200 million, which for in the mid-90s was unheard of. So to uh, understand the color purple beat on its day, on its release, it beat Aquaman by $8 million. So Really? It, it came out – opening day was 18.15 to the 10.6 of uh, Aquaman. That had been out. Well, for yeah, four but days. Didn't, didn't Color Purple come out on Christmas Day? Though? Yeah, it did. That's always, but, but it was a big that, Christmas that, that, Day release. Yeah, that, those those tend to get a bump because of the. We used to do. Did you ever? Did you ever do like the quote unquote Jewish um, Christmas? Where you oh, go we'd always go to the movies. Yeah, we we did that. We we even went a step farther for for several years. We did the super cliched Christmas where we would get a movie and then pick up Chinese food. Yeah, we, we used which to, is like yeah. like that's as cliche as you can possibly get. But again, you know, that's not like there's not a shit ton to do on Christmas besides besides go see a movie and and there aren't any restaurants open. Um, it's just not but a we very stopped good. It. It's just not a good theatrical release this time around. It's like there's not much not, of a choice. Well, you sh- for whatever reason, I don't know when it started, but it seems to be a big day for musicals. Like a lot of musicals come out on. It's a smart choice. Yeah, I guess that's because it's family friendly. Like also, Wonka is a musical. Wonka is a musical. Didn't know yeah. that it was a musical. Um, they, you know, it's interesting. They, I don't know if it's the musicals have a certain like rep, you know. If you advertise something as a musical that they think it's going to lose people, because there are people, I know people that are very anti-musical, and I'm like, yeah, I get that on a case-by-case basis. There are some bad musicals, but to just be so against it, the the concept of a musical is bizarre to me. Maybe because I like musical theater, I guess, but um, some people just hate it, hate it. So, yeah, so I've noticed movies lately, oh, several of them, that are musicals have not been advertised as a musical. Oh, yeah. uh, Wonk, Wonka's one. Um, although there are people that probably wouldn't even acknowledge that the Gene Wilder Wonka is a musical when it very much is. I would, um, it is, but it's not, it, like it's it gets away there, with there not are, being one. There are level there are levels of musical where there are, like stage musicals like Broadway tend to be literally every piece of dialogue is sung. Yes, but then but it's but you can still be a musical if there are just like musical numbers throughout. It doesn't have to be completely sung. Hmm. Um, like, but Wonka, yeah, Wonka, Color Purple, obviously. The thing that's going to be interesting is that the the way that they're at, the whole ad campaign for the new Mean Girls, they do not. There is no. You watch that Mean Girls trailer, you would have no idea at all it's a musical. No, like, and, and that's why people are confused. They're like, why are they remaking Mean Girls? It's not that old. It's because this is the musical version of it. 
uh the you know it was it it moved the they turned the movie the what oh four two two thousand four movie into a musical on Broadway and now they're remaking the movie out from that Broadway version. Yeah. So it's like a loose loose version of the the original movie. Loose, but you watch that tra- you watch you watch that trailer, there are no songs. You can you can see when they're showing quick clips, you can see there appears to be some sort of dance number. Right. But you can have dance you can have dance numbers in non musicals. But that is a musical and they're not at they're not advertising it at all because I guess they, they don't want to scare people off. I don't know. Like that's the thing, and like people are gonna go to those movies and be like, Wait, this is a musical and like it's going to anger people even like it, it's one of those ones where I don't understand what these guys are thinking in these high paying jobs of like, Oh, this is how this is going to be done now. And yeah. I just, it, there's just a lot of things where I just go, okay. Um, you know, the Ferrari utter bomb. So Adam driver, is that, is that, was that a musical? No, unfortunately, that was not a musical. That was uh, a play for an Oscar for Adam Driver. Um, In is Michael Mann, wasn't it? I don't know who. I believe so, because who? Generally speaking, he's another one like a he's a, like a Cameron or a, a number of other directors who like don't they release like one movie every like five years? Yeah. Um, but man, man has some bangers. If you look back at his like disco, not filmography, not discography. He doesn't direct a ton, but like some of the best movies ever made, he's directed. Yeah, it's like, Michael Mann. Yeah. yeah, like he did. He did Heat. He did. Um, uh, I believe he did Last of the Mohicans, which is one of my top five favorite movies ever. He did um, uh, Public Enemy with Johnny Depp. He did. You know, he's he's made some great movies. Uh, I just I can't think of more off the top of my head, but he's a great director. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure they're. You know. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure, you, I'm sure if you looked it up. So that's surprising that he would make like a terrible movie. I don't know if it's a terrible movie. It just hasn't hit at all. It's like there are, you know, people aren't interested in Ferrari. Like car people are, but it's just like a... Well, you know what? I wonder if it's you know, I totally different subject matter, but kind of the same in terms of like a biopic, oddly enough, also starring Adam Driver, but like House of Gucci that came out a few years ago. Yeah. That like that didn't do particularly well either. No, well, Lady um, Gaga, correct? Lady Lady Gaga. It was yeah. That it looked it you know looked like over the top as yeah. hell. Um, also, Napoleon but, didn't do all. Napoleon's yeah, Napoleon. That that shock. I mean, not terribly shocking, but it it came in. I just movies just don't. No, people just don't go to the theater anymore. So no. nothing. And it's and streaming so numbers. Are, That's what it really comes down to. You think about it, you're taking a family to a movie. Uh, you know, I just, what was it? I, I took, uh, oh, I just went, it was like 24 bucks for the two of us. And it was like, it, you know, which is reasonable, but it's just like, one again, one again, uh, one, uh, it just, it's a $50 trip mm-hmm. and people are like, it's and, Christmas now. And it's like, everything's tight. So, and and especially since the most of the streamers are in the streamers that are involved in like the distribution, like the, you know, Netflix is producing these movies like um, and they're pu- they're putting them in theaters because you have to be put in the theater to get award like nominations, rec- you know, like I think a movie has to be at least one screening. Maybe it's a week's worth mm-hmm. to be eligible for Oscars. That was um, the, the whole controversy over a Netflix film with Idris Elba. 
where he played an African general. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was supposedly yeah. very good. I forget. Don't 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 Sam. I know. Uh, this is this is gonna be one of those ones where I'm like, oh, what was it? And I can't remember what it the movie was. I haven't seen it, but I know Beast of a Nation. I believe it's what it was called. Okay. Um. Yes. Oh, oh Beast of No Nation. Excuse me. <clears throat> and back in 2015, when it came out. And that was one where everyone said he deserved the Oscar that year, but it, because it was Netflix and went straight to streaming and didn't go to theater, he wasn't eligible for nomination. And it's kind of like started the controversy of all of it. So, yeah, but but part of so what what that allows though is that now like the Netflix is producing these movies and they're releasing them in theaters for a short time. And then they're going straight to Netflix. Yeah. So like a lot of people are just like, oh, fuck it, I'll wait. Like Maestro with Bradley Cooper. That's that's see, I by all accounts, very good. It's going to be very good. And it is out in theaters, but Netflix almost immediately put it on uh, up on streaming. So if you're if you've got a choice, and this happened during the pandemic when Disney was throwing shit up on all of the studios were like, Well, nobody's going to a theater, we'll just put things direct to, to streaming. And then it, pe- people saw that and were like, Well, I mean, we're paying for this streaming service. I am another thing. I, you know, I'm sure Sam can vouch for. You can vouch for too. Even though the girls are a little bit older, it's not easy getting the group out to a theater. No, cost aside, not even just cost. I mean, just the act, like Samantha, my sister, getting the three kids into a theater, getting them to pay attention to not run up and down the aisles. It's a lot. Yeah. Um. So, so if you have the option of just watching it at home, where you can pause it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes, there are certain movies that you certainly should see on a big screen. I don't think Maestro is one of them, but like I could see like a Napoleon, probably far superior to see on a big screen. Yes. Ferrari, no, no, I don't. Who cares about Ferrari? Um, that's how I felt about Dune. Like once Dune left the theaters and went to streaming, I was like, well, I, I should have seen it in the theater. Yeah, this, this is going to be disappointing. I'm not missing part two in the theater. I think I watched Dune on a plane. <laughs> The first time. I'm like, for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm like, Dune is one of my favorite sci-fi novels. So, like, and I love, I love the crappy original. Uh, David Lynch. You know, it, it, so had its, it had its moments. It, it had, had its moments, moments, but it was bad. It was not, like, they took a lot of leeway. There's a documentary about another filmmaker, Italian, who was supposed to make it. But he was going so over budget, they said, no, like, you can't do it. But the, they did a documentary about his idea of now once again i'm blanking on i've gotten really bad at this um old old age yeah oh there was two movie that was never made <laughs> uh the, the only reason why it, it was difficult because the name is J- jodorowsky J- J- so oh yeah, yeah i remember hearing about that reading about that yeah so he had a you know, there's a documentary about him. But you knew Dune was going to be bad when they gave you, a, like, if you went to the theater back when it came out, they gave you a card so you could have all the names of the characters. Because there was mm. so much information to take in. And I'm like, and my issue with Dune being a film, it should never have been a film. It should have been Game of Thrones. Series? Yeah. Because yeah. There was, it's, it's, and I don't even remember it being a particularly long movie, was it? It was two and a half hours, I think. There, there's an extended version of it. So that's, and, and I know this Dune, they took, turned into two. Which movies. is smart. 
in my opinion. Or maybe. I don't know. Are they going farther than two? I don't um, even know. That's the, the thing is to do the movies and then turn it into a TV series, I believe is what they're, they're planning on doing. Um, I was... Uh, yeah, it should have never... It's too big of a book. It's too much information. It is people who don't know this. It is Game of Thrones. It to, uh, not token. Um, yeah. Martin took Dune and made it medieval with dragons instead of worms. Yeah. So yeah, it. You know, I mean, the houses are some, planets. Some, sometimes they're able to do pull this off with movies that come from like very long books peter jackson did a pretty decent job i never read lord of the rings oh but even 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 diehard lord of the rings fans were like you know what he left stuff out but overall great job i know potter fans feel the same way about the potter movies but for the most part they seem to be genuinely beloved from the even fans of the books yeah i would say the potter films got better as they got older oh god yeah the first the first two like the chris columbus ones were uh very much kids' movies, yes. and they're yeah. That, but as they, I mean, hell, I think the last three or four were the same director. Yeah, but at um, least as the novels got older, as the character, the, yeah. the novels also got darker as they got older. So yeah, yeah, was, and um, and I I know uh, that now uh, Percy Jackson, ah, uh, which which what? is a series, a beloved ser- like book series that I you know I it was it was past my time. Um, but I I enjoyed the movies that they made two. The second one was terrible. I enjoyed the first. They made three, one. I um, believe. Did they make? Oh Jesus! Did they? Um, but uh, but I remember even back then, fans of the book book were like, "This is shit." No, they cut so much out. This is shit. Um, so they weren't they they're not fondly thought of. Um, and but now that this, I, I evidently this new series is supposed to be incredible. I've actually really, I watched. It, I had some free time the other day, and I watched the first two episodes, and very much enjoyed it. So, I'm, I recommend uh, the Percy Jackson when you get a chance. Anyone? So, um, I know that they ran into that same problem with uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Like those movies were not particularly good. Yes. Um, or Chronicles of Narnia, excuse me. Yeah. Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe was, was the, the first, first one. one. Chronicles yeah, but... of Narnia. Yeah, yeah. That Those ones are always an interesting one because, um, you know, it. Yeah. C.S. Lewis is a very religious man. And uh, if you haven't figured it out, Chronicles of Narnia are very religious. They have very uh, undertones to them. So. Not as not as bad as the, what was it, the Golden Compass? I forget that, that series of books um, oh. where they'll actually... They actually only made one of the movies because it did the. They made the Golden Compass, but it was a whole series. Yeah, it did not uh, do they, well. They, they didn't even. It did so poorly. They didn't even get around. They to the made other a ones. TV series of that on HBO. Oh, did they? Um, yeah, they did. Um, oh God. And, oh, I mean, you know, two two other series that it, it were very well received were the the Hunger Games. Seemed to people seemed to like those, and then the. Um, oh, I went to the prequel was, of Hunger Games. That's what I did. I, in, in, uh, oh yeah, his Dark Materials is the TV show. That was the, that so, was and that was the name of the series, yes. right? The, his Dark Materials, and that's on HBO, and that's that's done well. Um, as anything, it's like when you take on these bigger books, TV might be a better way to go. It's just it makes sense. People aren't willing to sit down for three hours for a movie anymore, but they will sit down for three hours or eight hours for a TV series. Maybe it's because it has oh, yeah. that break. Um, and I think they're starting to talk about having, bringing back the theatrical breaks for movies. 
Like because people don't I, have the patience to sit down anymore. The le- I've only I've only seen two movies in my life that had an actual intermission. Yeah. We've talked about this uh, one. one, Hamlet, uh, the Kenneth uh, Branagh yes. Hamlet, and probably Hamlet and what's the other one? Spartacus. Ah, yes. The, the Kirk, not the Spartacus TV series. The Spartacus, the Kirk Douglas movie from the sixties. I mean the orgy uh, movie si- TV show. What's that? Spartacus the TV show was like a massive orgy all the time. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, they couldn't get away with that in the '60s movie, but that was a six-hour movie. Yeah. So, so not only did it have an intermission, it was two. The first and second halves were already long. Mm. But I, they would say, I remember they they just saying that about the I. Well, Martin Scorsese's just got no. It's some he needs an editor. Uh, like now that he has free, now that Netflix gave him free reign, like the studios used to be able to reel him in by make, so keeping the movies at least under three hours. But now Scorsese's like, fuck you, I'm making a five-hour movie. Um, what, yeah, but how, I remember, how long is um, the – what is it? I the kill, moon. I, it's Flower, Flowers of the Killer Moon. Yeah. I think I think it's under – it's over three hours but under four. But The Irishman was four hours. And I, and people were say, people said that same thing. They're like, if you had broken The Irishman into four parts, it would be so much – it would be a much easier watch. Yes. And somebody uh, somebody online even did the perfect – Edit. They broke it down to the yeah to the exact frame essentially that, where you should cut it for each part so you're not so you're not cutting things mid scene and basically this person was like okay cut it at this part every hour and you've got yourself four four full episodes and it's such even even if you binge them and watch them right after the other there's something about the break in between that that it's just like in your it tricks your brain you're like I can watch. I can watch four one-hour episodes in one sitting, but a four-hour movie is too much. Yeah, it's just one of those weirdest like psycho like psychological things that people need to, especially people in the industry need to look at and just be like, why is this the case, and like how how can we change this? And like I'll say this, I uh, I I went to go see the Hunger Games movie. That's what it was, the prequel, which was quite entertaining in my opinion. It's a bit different, and what and whatnot. But it was just, uh, you know, it was a bit long. It's like two two uh two thirty, I think, two and a half hours, and I'm just like, you know, it was broken into three parts. Uh, mm-hmm. The film was, and and at the same point in time, I was like, I was entertained by the idea of what what was uh, was Snow, the, the director, the the president Snow from the, the oh yeah yeah the Donald Sutherland in the later ones yeah right? yeah the kid who played him did a good job it was like everyone was good in the, the movie so uh it's it's uh yeah I don't know these days I'm like I want to go see Iron Claw today actually I'm gonna sneak out after this that did not do well uh, uh but that's one of those ones where I feel like word of mouth could get it because I feel like I we know what it is because we've been talking about it, but a lot of those A twenty and I've been seeing commercials more and more lately. But I feel like it was one of those ones that people were like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing that." Uh, yeah, I remember Zac Efron having that ridiculous hair and getting super buff, but they didn't remember what movie it was for. Right. But it, that, as that thing starts getting nominated for awards, I imagine they'll get a it'll get, another bump. Yeah. They'll get a re-release type thing, and people will go see it. Like which the the one thing I've heard, and I'll be I can, I'll be very I can't wait to hear your is the diehard wrestling fans say it's very good, but their biggest problem is the Rick the guy who plays Ric Flair. Evidently, the guy who plays Ric Flair does not know how to play Ric Flair. Like he's the like the they say Ric Flair's not in it much, 
No. But like, they're like, there's what scenes he has where he's like cutting promos and things. People are like, that is a terrible Ric Flair. This guy is doing like mm. he doesn't know how to do the woo right, and it's it seems like you know it seems like a weird part to miscast. I don't even, because you you know, I don't I don't know. So I I'm curious what the, you think because because you know I I'm not I'm not familiar with the name. I it's not somebody I know. Um, but I just kept reading over and over from diehard ra- wrestling fans who being like they they it was the guy was terrible as Ric Flair. So I, I'll be curious to see what your what your thoughts are. I'm 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 I'm, I'm scrolling for Ric Flair. Aaron Dean Eisenberg is his name. Who plays yeah, Ric Flair? Yeah, I've never that name. Me that name does not. You know, I, I I've never heard that name. Uh, let's see. I'm 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 oh god. He was in an episode of Bull, um, the Deuce, a TV series. He was in for no, the one about porn. That he was in fifteen episodes of that. So, uh, God is oh, there's more. Okay, oh, okay. So he's been around. He was in Gossip Girl for an episode, Royal Pains for an episode, Blue Bloods for an episode. Okay. Uh, he, I mean, kids working. Yeah, but evidently his Ric Flair is terrible. So. Okay, I'll 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 make note of that one, um, because I don't know, I don't know. Joe Joe Pickett was is the TV series he was in recently. Anyone? Mm. Nope. nope. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm like I just I I don't know who this person is. So, yeah, he looks like a. He just looks like a guy, so. I, I've heard it's good. You know, it's, I, I hope it gets more recognition. It's, I, I, you know, I, I've never thought one way or the other about Eric, Eric, Zach Efron's acting ability because he doesn't tend to do things that are, you know, challenging tend to be dramatic. He, I, he's kind of leaning, trying to go in that direction. Like, you know, obviously he was doing the, the, I mean, uh, the, uh, oh God, what was the, what was the Disney thing that he did? The, that, where he first started the, um, Oh, the High School Musical? High School Musical. I could not think of it. And then he was doing like these, you know, like Baywatch, things like that, where he didn't really have to do much. But now he's sort of getting more into the like he's serious ch- actor stuff. Himself. Like, like, like where he played Ted Bundy a few years ago, stuff like that. Like yeah. getting out of his, getting at, trying to get out of that typecasting. And you're, yeah, I, from what I've read, he's very good then. So is um, the guy from The Bear, whose Alan. name I can never, never remember. Uh Something Allen. He's not like in like Jeremy Allen White or something, something like, like that. that. Yes, yeah. it's a three name. It's which is uh, yeah, Jeremy Allen yeah. White. Evident- correct. Evidently, he's very good. You know, it's it's getting good buzz. I yeah, I, I hope more people see it. Not not necessarily the type of movie it's going to have a huge opening weekend for sure. But right. I think it'll. I think in the long run, it'll do pretty. You know, it'll do well enough. And for those of you who don't know about the Von Erich family, it is there. There's a. On YouTube, you could actually, for right now, the dark side of the, the mat, uh, or dark side of the ring, is back up on YouTube for the, the documentary of that family. And it is a depressing thing. Yep. So, just yep. watch it on a, I was listening to it on a walk the other day. So. Uplifting. <laughs> Uplifting is on that note, Nate. We're going to get going. Um, I have to edit and, yeah, I'll, I'll edit this one. Uh, <laughs> Well, have a have a wonderful new year yes see see, see everyone in 2024 if if we if we make it we'll make it there it's just after that it's like 
end, but at some point, we'll, we'll see what happens in November next year. Oh, it's adorable. You think we'll make it that far? Fingers crossed.